Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast, where we have tons of topics on how to support our men. Um, hey, everybody. It's Nicole Brewster here, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast show. Tonight is really awesome. I have a great group of men here who are going to share about their book club that they are in and what it's doing for them. Also, the cool thing about Zoom is we can talk from all over the place. So these guys are actually on the East Coast in different areas. I think there was one that was Illinois and um, Virginia, right? Maybe? Okay, so everybody else is from uh, Maryland. So welcome, you guys. I totally appreciate you being here. I'm super excited to hear about the work you guys are doing, the things that you um, are doing as far as your book club and, and what you want to see happen with this podcast and you guys being on here. Um, as you know, um, Alan, I've shared with you a little bit about my background story and Elevate Him. Um, my goal is to help empower men um, and eliminate the numbers in suicide. And so I think it's really encouraging when you can find groups and like-minded people to get together and start making some changes and elevating each other. So I, again, I appreciate you guys being here and just sharing some of your uh, background. If you want to go ahead and start, Alan, just give me a little bit about yourself. Oh, great. I know, right? Sorry. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Um, yeah, the real, the real, the real, the real thing about me is that I love helping, I love empowering people, uh, I love encouraging people, I love to see human beings winning their life, yeah. and so over my career in life, I've done everything from, um, well, let me back up, the, um, the background here of, um, empower, um, empowering the inside man book club, mm-hmm. empowering the inside man book club is, um, that we empower men from the inside, right? And so um, my my background is is I, I've been a, a Christian minister, Christian youth pastor, Christian um, a lot of things. I, I do a lot of spiritual teaching. I do a lot of coaching, empowerment, performance um, coaching, stuff like that. And um, I'm really excited because my brother Joe Joseph, you see his name on there, just came up to me one time and said, "Hey." I think I want to do a book club. And so awesome. me as the empowerment, I said, let's do it. <laughs> and so we're here because of a, a like a, a, a vision and a goal that he had to really have men be the best fathers, mm-hmm. be the best brothers, be the best sons, um, be the best uh, co-workers. Mm-hmm. And whatever we find ourselves in, that we be the best in that. And so um, we're, we, a number, we're starting small. And then we're growing, mm-hmm. and and we are, what you see here on the screen is great impact, and everything that we're doing. So um, that's a little bit about me and the group, and um, yeah. So How long? Right. I was really excited. You know, we met a while back, and right. we had a great time. It was a great time, um, absolutely. Yeah. I was really enrolled in what you were doing and how we could uh, complement each other. So right. I'm really glad that we got to be on here today. And this is the great part about what I love doing is I get to meet like-minded people. I get to actually talk to a lot of different men. And and as you know, um, you know, there's not a lot of support. And so when you guys can pull together and have a great idea, Joseph, about you know, what can we do right now with what we got and to empower and to really help men in transition and, and just life in general, it's very hard. Um, I'm learning a lot about um, 
situations that guys go through. I'm listening to the double standards that guys go through. There's a lot of different things and areas. And so um, just really quick, what made you decide to do the book club and how long you guys been doing it from Joseph? Um, you know, this idea, like Alan brought up the, like, I am the person that came to Alan because, one, he's been doing so much um, as far as empowerment and he's got a lot more resources and, and more, um, I guess, the know-how when it comes to starting a group. Um, and one, in the fact that I have really tried to grow in my faith um, in the last few years, um, especially actually since my divorce, too. I've been really diving into how do I you know, rebound from such an impossible tragic, you know, event in my life mm -hmm. and you know God put me into a, a family that is a blended family and I think that's a huge role into that too as far as why I wanted to be better like I had before right before we started this group um, my what not my now wife told me she was pregnant and I was like man this is a big part of my life this is I'm gonna be a, like a biological father but I have like three stepkids as well, and I wanted to continue being better. Mm -hmm. Not just for myself, but the people around me. And that was the real reason, was how do I become a better father, a better you know son, brother? How do I become just a better person for the people around me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, let's just start with the guys that are around me. You know, I've got a great brother-in-law, and I've got great you know, friends that I've met through other Bible studies, you know, and the fact that Zoom is mm -hmm. so prevalent now and, you know, we meet across the United States, you know, and I think that's just a big part of what's there as far as availability. Um, we did start this. We're actually almost coming up on a year. I was okay. thinking about that. Um, Very cool. Today, April 3rd, is when we started this thing uh, last year. And to think that we're only you know, seven, seven weeks, eight weeks away from our year anniversary as far as this group started, it's actually uh, eye-opening. You know, it's like uh, we grew from four or five guys to now eight guys, and it's like there is a reach, and it's, it, you know, it doesn't even matter that it's a slow growth or whatnot. It's still growth. Absolutely. And the effect that we have on each other, um, whether it's just like a conversational piece or sharing our lives together, or if it's like, hey, this little part of this book, this chapter that we're reading, um, really meant a lot to me, and I want to share that. Mm -hmm. And sharing our lives with each other, I think, allows us to open up. It right. allows us to be a part of each other's lives and, and be vulnerable. Being vulnerable is not something that a lot of men can do. And to be able to do that together in a safe spot, in a safe environment, is so important for a lot of so did you guys all initially start together so do you guys all know each other or did you just have some people reach out and say hey you know um come join our club or our book club so did you guys all initially know each other so i know alan and i know james um by marriage and, and by family okay um alan actually knows a lot of the, everybody else right 
And my buddy Mike actually just recently joined our group. So now it's like we're all like figuring out new people, and that's that's the real cool part about our group. And what about what about getting together? So are you guys doing all your your um, your meetings and get-togethers through Zoom as well? So you guys are being able to kind of have these discussions on a Zoom call. Oh, very cool. Okay. Okay. Very cool. And what would what would you say? I'm gonna ask somebody else because I haven't really got a chance to. So we got James over here. We got Charles. And is it Dion? Okay. Okay. And so, um, you guys, um, since you're in different places, um, what initially, like, what what gravitated you to the to the book club? Like, what what were you hoping to get out of it? Uh, for me, uh, I one of the things that I wanted to get out of it is to to really explore uh, maybe what's stopping me from kind of fulfilling my potential, mm. uh, the things that I want to accomplish in my life. Uh, so I really have a heart uh, for people in that everybody needs to be seen as a human being and has a, and has value. Uh, so one of one of the things that are really, is really close to my heart is uh, the homeless population mm-hmm. and to provide them with homes. And so I've taken a couple of steps in, in the direction of being able to do that and then kind of got stopped, got stuck um, due to lack of self-confidence or knowledge or learning or what have you. So when uh, the group kind of came about, I was like, maybe this is a place to explore, to see, mm-hmm. you know, to, to talk with, you know, other guys who really get kind of what I'm into, what I, what I want to do, and uh, explore those things about myself so I can break through that and really deliver the heart of what I want to do for people. So that's really what brought Very me cool. uh, to the group uh, initially. And then, of course, friendships. And I know a couple of these guys before the group. But uh, it, so it's really great to Joe's point to be vulnerable and to just be open and to share and to not uh, feel like um, you are an outcast mm-hmm. or that your feelings are not valid. So, yeah, so, right. so it was really great on, for, on those respects for me. Very cool. Thank you. Charles, you want to go ahead? Yeah. Um... It was two two things that attracted me to the group. Uh, of course, um, mutual, you know, knowing uh, Alan from college and you know his brother as well. But just being able to be a part of a group where Jim, uh, James just talked about being vulnerable, mm-hmm. understanding that you're not the only person that's going through this. Um, you know, and the, and the commonality in where I am in life with a lot of the other gentlemen that are on the line. You know, I'm, you know. Joe talked. Joseph talked about being a step stepfather. I'm a. I adopted a sibling group of you know a sibling group. So you know we there was a common bond because you know some of the struggles you know when you're attempting to raise children that you didn't birth to biologically, mm-hmm. but you birthed them out of your heart. So those challenges and then just again, what where, where do you see yourself in the book? You know, in specific chapters. You know, because a lot of times men tend to suffer in silence you know mm-hmm. but the book club gives us a chance to have a not only a healthy outlet but also get solutions you know we you know we're able to give each other solutions we're able to give each other encouragement and you know that's the beauty of it you know we read these books you know we read the books and then you can kind of see yourself in the text see yourself where you are and now now where I am, 
Now, how can I pick up pieces and move? So, it, you know, it's just been tremendous, you know, tremendous value, you know, personally, as well as, you know, being able to share the information that, you know, I get from these other great men with other men who are going through things themselves and just being able to remind them, you're, you're not an island, you know, you're, you know, you're not in this body alone. Right. Absolutely. And I think guys really, really need that. You know, um, I was just doing a podcast last week and I read off a lot of stats and, um, you know, men feel judged. They feel, you know, um, they, they wouldn't be be believed. Um, the suicide rate is three times higher than women. Um, and it's never just like a, I lost my job. Oh, I'm going to commit suicide. We see that it's a series of different things of not being supported, not being valued, not being appreciated. It's very gray. And, and so it's frustrating when it feels like there's no hope and there's no support. And so this is very powerful what you guys are doing because so far everybody said the same word vulnerable and it's very hard. And so I love having tough conversations for brave people. So I uh, thank you guys for being here. And so, um, uh, Dion, go ahead and, uh, share your, your part. So um, when I when I joined, I didn't necessarily have an expectation, but once I got into the group, um, you know, like everybody else is saying, the vulnerability, um, being able to be in a group of men where you could share, you know, just things that you're dealing with, right? Mm -hmm. And I think as you read the books, you can see where we actually fit into the story of the book and how we can share our story and our lives from that part of the book. So being able to uh, be in a group where I could actually either listen to their stories and connect to what they're saying or share what I've been dealing with or my past and uh, maybe influence something that they've, 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 uh, they've dealt with. Mm -hmm. So I'm just being able to, to be in a place where I can be open, honest, and feel free not to be judged. Right. That's very important. So who decides what book you guys are going to tap into? And Alan, you mentioned earlier that it is faith-based, which I feel is very important, right? You know, that's, that's the uh, biggest life book possible and so when you start to find like you said stories and different um things to really get into how do you pick your books so up to this point um joe and i have picked all the books okay that we that we that we've read and one of the new people <laughs> who's not on tonight um offered a book to us and so really our goal is to have everybody have ownership in the group okay so almost like you would all switch off or something? It would be like a draw out of the hat type thing? Yeah. 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 And, and okay. people really discover, like uh, we used that word before tonight, discover their self-expression and being, being, being a man mm. and then bringing that to the rest of us, right? And so um, part of growing a group, a community, is to have everybody have ownership. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we definitely ask if you have a book we want to read, let's let's put it out there on the table. Let's look at it. Let's all read it together. Um, that's how. But it's ended up that Joe and I have picked the first like four books or so. So and that is not where we're going to end. Um, right. So, yeah. And um, let me I want to address the faith based part because that's really great. Yeah. That, yes. Because I think a lot of us that are here on the line would agree is that what the way we see faith working in our lives is for empowerment. It's, it's to create life in a bigger context than what circumstances tend to normally allow us to, to have. 
right? We, mm-hmm. We're talking about, we got guys on the line that have been divorced. We have guys on the line that have lost everything and are rebuilding their lives. We have guys on the line that have been um, um, ostracized for their their beliefs, their sexuality, their their um, how they see life, right? We have people, actually we had a guy that was on from England, <laughs> which is crazy, right? And so, and what's the great thing about it is that we, together we see that, like Charles said, we're not the only ones dealing with what we're dealing with. Because mm-hmm. when we break it all down, we're dealing with being isolated. We're dealing with fear. We're dealing with hurt, right? We're dealing with disappointment. We're dealing mm-hmm. with the circumstances of life that sometimes hit us with a bag of nickels. And I don't know if you've ever been hit with a bag of nickels, but it don't feel good, <laughs> right? <laughs> and our faith is there mm-hmm. together collectively to have us win in life. And so, again, we use the teachings of Jesus as the background um, mm-hmm. because Jesus came that we hope to have life and have it more abundantly. And that's what we believe. Right. And so it, it's really exciting because we don't use faith as a way to have somebody feel like they're wrong. We actually use faith to have people feel like they're right. Mm-hmm. And that's really important as we talked about with men. My experience was when I was going through my, my darkest time in life that I can remember, it was during my divorce and I suffered in silence like Charles talked about. Yes. And had it not been for actually my family that I didn't even trust at the time, but they had enough love for me to help pull me out. And that's why we create groups like this. Mm -hmm. Because I know what it's like to be pulled out of something versus me trying to pull myself out. Right. And so as men, we tend to try to pull ourselves out. And what we're saying is let's together come out. How do you look at things? Because you guys are all in different areas, too. So, you know, what are some of the things in your maybe your community or whatnot that you see is, you know, um, I want to say necessarily a problem, but you see as a struggle for men right now in the community? Um, I'm seeing it like here in Portland, you know, we see a lot of the youth out here um, just acting, you know, out. Um, we see a lot of men not in the homes, right? We see a lot of different um, things going on. So how would you say your guys' community is right now? Maybe speaking on that. So, um, Nicole, I'm in the Baltimore area. Okay. Um, and uh, from, you know, watching the news, which can be a little divisive in and of itself. But mm-hmm. You know the community and, the, and unfortunately the high levels of violence that happen in the Baltimore City area <clears throat> something that I see and experience is that uh, men uh, in those areas have a need to express themselves through violence or through a bravado that proves to the world that they are tough and they are um, um, a man, I guess, to, to prove that they are a man, putting air quotes around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I experience. And even when I um, come into into contact with those types of uh, personalities, what's interesting that I find is that because I bring um, such a calm presence based on my faith and, and with the um, uh, galvanization of these men on here, you know, to give me that kind of confidence, what I actually find is that they don't seem to actually perform that same way when I'm around than when I'm not around. Um, so, and I do have some, you know, have some experience with that. 
Um, and it actually is a part of, you know, the change I want to affect in my local community as far as homelessness is, is mm-hmm. concerned. Because as you yeah. can imagine, many cities have rough neighborhoods. Very so much. you have to go into those rough neighborhoods and not be afraid to be able to have those conversations, to be yourself mm-hmm. and to be vulnerable in front of other people because that also allows them to let their guard down and be vulnerable with you. Right. And then you start building those relationships. You start seeing those changes happen because there's a trust thing now, right? I can trust you, you can trust me. Um, And so when you're talking about empowerment, have you felt like, if you look back from when you started in this book club, um, whatever part of life you were in at that moment to where you are now, um, have you seen, I mean, I'm I'm assuming, because you guys all are saying great positive things, um, what the transition was like, where are you now from where you, you were? And that growth. say definitely for for me it's been a 180 um mm-hmm. i can piggyback on alan um uh, um the darkest time was uh going through a divorce you know being depressed and you know i'll quote those people that you thought that you could count on and those avenues being closed that you fall into pray and Kind of froze out there for a minute. 
I know you're all good. Well, what I also hear you guys saying, you know, is just when you get into something like this, when I was doing a lot of my research and building my business, um, there's men that have a hard time even going to the doctor. So to really step into a position of what they would call, um, there's therapeutic and there's non-therapeutic. Um, the cool thing about non-therapeutic is it doesn't feel as invasive. It's like kind of at your own leisure. It's kind of like you're adopting different, you know, people and you're able to just kind of naturally be in a, a natural setting. And so when you first started this group, was anybody feeling a little bit, you know, uncomfortable and you weren't really sure because it's really hard when you think of therapy um, in the sense of judgment or you don't want to speak about certain things? Was it easy for you guys to really have open dialogue and really honest dialogue? Because I feel like we're kind of, you know, starting anything new is, is very scary. And, and I look at my... Um, my business is non-therapeutic. It's building confidence. It's having conversations. It's just doing natural hobbies, getting together, doing a cookout. And that's, that's still therapy because when you realize that the healing process of helping others is healing yourself, right? It's very, very impactful. So do you find that it was very easy to um, make the first step of, you know, starting the group and coming together? Easy to talk. I can speak on that, I guess. Uh, being a teacher myself, like being in that community and that, that power of, or position where like I'm in front of students and I'm trying to give them a safe space to be themselves. Um, I think that's where I kind of like started that idea of how do I make this group safe, right? Um, and I was definitely nervous at first um, just because and what's this going to look like? What, how is this, how is the discussion going to go? And is it, is the book going to be good enough for all these guys to like really get engaged? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that first book really, I think helped a lot. Um, and I think it was almost easy to be open about things. And uh, it might be that we all know each other in some way, right? To start this group. And we hope that if you are coming and you're new to the group, that you do feel safe. And that's not to say that, you know, you, don't, you come and you have to start sharing. Mm -hmm. Like that's the point. The point is come, check it out, and see if this is for you, right? You can sit in and listen and listen to the conversation. And if you want to put, you want to share and you're outgoing and you're an extrovert and you want to share, by all means, start that up. If you're an introvert, you just want to listen for right now and, and see what this is about, that's, you know, that's important too. And that's what I think this, this group allows mm -hmm. space um, for anybody that is possibly new. And I think I, I'm going to touch on the faith-based part of it just a little bit. Um, wherever you're at in your journey, you could have no faith, you could have all the faith in the world, right? I think this is, might be a great way to either dive into more faith or even start off in a, in a leisure way. Mm -hmm. A lot of the books connect to real life. Right? It connects to other men that are going through hard situations. And it, it could be like a nice intro or even just a, a more depth of relate to other men going through struggles. Mm -hmm. 
books that we we try to choose are struggling men or or, or you know books that have men you know male figures struggling mm-hmm. stories about those struggles that are so important that it makes it tangible it makes it real and something you can grab onto and be like I can relate I think that's really important mm-hmm. Our, uh, being in a safe space, I think that's definitely created within our group. Very cool. Now, Alan, when you mentioned to me about the group, I, I mean, I think it's great. I love what you guys are doing. Again, it's very courageous um, because we need more of this. And the fact that you guys are kind of, you know, in different areas, you guys are committed to it. You see the benefits of it. You, your own personal growth and testimonies are real it's, you know, a brotherhood, you know, you're building these relationships. Um, you guys mentioned earlier about expanding. Now, with being on the podcast and having viewers and different men listening in, um, what's the what's the goal? I mean, how big do you want to go? Or are you going to start making other groups? And so can this be like, maybe somebody else starts something because you're going to start getting a lot of men that are like, this is amazing. And it's something that I can do and I can feel comfortable doing like you mentioned, Joseph. And so how big do you want to go and how's that going to look? I want to grow. Well, <laughs> let me speak for, <laughs> let me speak for Joe and I. My vision is to touch as many people as possible. Perfect. Yes. Like there is in, in my world, again, like, uh, like Joe mentioned, I have grown other organizations and, the point is always to have as much reach as possible. And right. so we protect our space for that reason. Like you asked about before, how do you, you know, make sure it's a vulnerable space? How do you make sure it is a um, uh, safe space? And we do that by intention. Mm-hmm. That it is, it is, and we protect the space. And the great thing is, is that what we found is, is that when people join the space, they like that kind of space and they protect it too. That's good. So you, you, you notice that the judgment goes away, mm. right? The, the people who wouldn't find themselves sharing, share. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't so, take long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we want to touch as many, like, why, why not invite, why um, put a cap on what we want to do? Yeah, there's no limit. There's no limit. And here's the great thing. You asked a great question because, and these are the conversations that we're going to have with our core as we grow because we're going to have to discover and create what it looks like as we grow. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when we grow bigger than how this looks now, we're going to have to evolve. And yeah. we're not scared to evolve. We actually embrace evolution. Mm. <laughs> because who we are today, it has not yet appeared what we shall be. Mm. Right? And so that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the challenge of Man, we were on the Elevate Him podcast, and now we have 50 new guys. Right. What are you going to do? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's great. It's like you guys have all are leaders now, right? When you start to recognize your talents and your purpose, you have now became facilitators, mentors, leaders, you know, and that in itself is empowering. So when you can take on other men who are maybe at their lowest low and you help them and you construct them through what you guys are doing, lifting each other up, being supportive. Do you guys chat even off of the whole 
book club scenario? Do you guys keep in touch? Hey, happy birthday. You know, like, do, do you guys kind of bond out of the group? I bond with everybody. Okay. Uh, well, we have a new, we have a new, um, we have a new guy, uh, Mike, who I plan to do the same. And then so, and like you said, we're going to evolve. We've talked about having a, a forward, meaning because we don't retreat, we go forward. Mm. So where we can actually come together and go forward and actually meet in person. And what that would that be really like? cool. What's the challenge with that? It'd be like a yearly retreat, you know, guys retreat, you know, a whole year. A yearly forward. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You just said that too. Hi. But yes, that, that would be amazing. That would be really cool because you have this, you know, book that you guys are into the journey. Like you've said before, the process, the transition and transition is huge. I mean, a step in the right direction, a step out of a place is movement. And so that would be really cool for you guys all to get together once a year and just live it up and celebrate um, those victories that you guys came out of because it, it's it's tough. And I and I see this all the time and in, in interviewing different men of different backgrounds. I've, I've interviewed men who are getting out of incarceration and what that looks like and how can they get plugged in with other leaders and people who are like hey we don't judge you we're all here we're all human like you said before and um how do you create that space and and these men develop to now be able to uh like james said you know work with the youth work with other you know situations in the community and um, i just think it's really really powerful what you're doing and i just commend you all um, and the growth sounds like, I mean, you're, you got a lot of momentum, a lot of energy. Um, so how far are you guys right now in the book that you're in? Right now, uh, we are reading a book by Louis Giglio. Um, don't give the enemy a seat at your table. I mean, that title says it all. Um, we are in chapter five, mm-hmm. uh, going into this Saturday. Um, this book should only take us 10 weeks. So 10 chapters. We're on week five and, and should be ending about week ten. Okay. Um, we have another book for. Uh, we usually take about a two week break, and I think uh, James actually is going to probably lead the next book that we have. Already had kind of conversations with him, but definitely week five of uh, this book. And, and there's there's really no like, hey, if, if if you haven't started with us for this book, you really can't join. Like, get in where you can right now. Okay. And, and to be honest, you don't necessarily even need to read the book. We've had people come in and, that haven't had the book yet, but they just want to see how it's going, right? Because we we bring the book out in our conversation, right? And there can be thoughts, even if you're just listening, mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, that hit me. I can't believe it. Yeah, definitely. And and come, in, come as you are. Right. That's what it is. Come as you are. Very cool. And then, hey, um, Dion, um, let's see. So when you, when you are in the group and you're listening and, and you are exploring the chapters and all of that stuff, what do you find? Um, you mentioned being like part of the character and everything. So when each book changes, are you adopting a new place for yourself each time you go through a different book? Is that something that you like to do? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm someone who, I like to read. I, I read often. So uh, in reading the books, I always tend to find myself 
in the book so that I can relate to the book. Mm. And the books that you can't relate to, those are the books that you put down. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, so far, the books that we've read, I've seen myself, or I've seen where I could put these things into my life and how I mm. could actually adjust certain things. Because um, in the last chapter we read last Saturday, they talk about worthiness, men feeling worthy, right? And that, that was like on the spot for me. So mm. just being able to see the chapters, what's happening in the chapters, and how it fits for me is always a plus. So, yeah. No, that's amazing. I guess that's kind of what, that's how you know it's working, you know? Yeah. Is that when you have a testimony that strong and you say, yeah, I can adopt these skills, I can grow from this situation, I'm feeling empowered, I'm feeling better about myself, which is huge. You know, I do the suits um, with Elevate Him, and, you know, people thought I was crazy. Like, what is she's doing suits? Well, as you guys know, because I've been out there in, um, in Baltimore, I mean, you go to different parts of the country, and, you know, it's almost mandatory to wear a suit and look nice and present yourself, and, and now we're kind of in a laid-back kind of, you know, generation right now where we get, we're doing zooms and sweatpants but I guess what I'm getting to is I recognize that when I use the suits um, as a way to build confidence it's super super powerful I wanted men to feel a sense of belonging I wanted men to feel empowered for whatever journey they were going to or new career or new relationship or whatever better than ever and so I I kind of adopted the clothing line where I did suits and um so yeah anywhere that you can come and find that growth and that healing that process and you you start taking some ownership of those things and and you see the growth. I think it's so, so cool what you guys are doing. So I don't know how much time we have, but I mean, I could keep going forever. So we might even have to get a take two because of what happened earlier. I'm so, so sorry. Um, but moving forward, now that you guys are in the book club, you're doing all these things. Um, is there anybody that has kind of like a, a want or a need to you know, branch this off, like we talked about a little bit bigger, bring more people in and, and how um, do you think we can do that? How can we get people coming your way? What would you like, what would be like the tag to, to get somebody to, to be interested? In the title of our group. Uh, yeah, it kind of says it all. Is that tag, right? It's empower. Yeah. Empower the person that you want to be, right? Empower, empower the strengths and everything that's inside of you that we as a group we believe in each each and every one of us we believe in each other that as much as we can struggle on our day-to-day basis we believe that you know Helen and James and Charles and Gian and everybody that's in our group that they're there for us and our tag is empower yourself, empower the man that you can be. There's so much potential in yourself, mm. act potential that we wanna we wanna reach. We wanna empower you to be the best man that you can be. And it's gonna take some vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? Because on being uncomfortable and being like vulnerable, those are the things that make you stronger. Those are the things that make you a better man. Right? And it doesn't have to be, you know, a strength that gets you to be a better man. And sometimes that strength comes within. Mm. 
within your heart, within your mind. And what we want to do, we want to empower every every man that wants to join our group. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think that's awesome. So um, another thing that I was thinking about too earlier is um, since you guys do Zoom and everything like that, I mean, you have potential to reach people all over. And, and, and that's a very powerful thing in itself because it doesn't matter where they are physically, they can tap in. So can you give me some information on how to find you guys? Um, Alan, you maybe mentioned like some social media platforms so the viewers can really start to hone in on that um, and, and see what happens. So we, we we have recently started getting on the ball and created a Facebook group. Awesome. A Facebook page. Yeah. Um, we're going to create the Instagram. Actually, uh, my wife is very much involved in what we do on the social media scene in the background. And, um, you know, I'm like, honey, we need a logo, honey. We need social media, honey. Mm-hmm. We need some flyers. So, right. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we definitely have the... Um, Empowering the Inside Man Facebook group okay. and page. So if you just put in Empowering the Inside Man, you'll find us. And um, from there, we'll have other things, websites and all, all of that. Um, I was actually thinking about it today. I'm thinking about this podcast and like, wait a minute, we got to get some swag. <laughs> yeah, where's the T-shirts? Uh, you got to brand this thing. This is yeah, huge. Yeah. This is really big. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. And I think, you know, when and I've, I, I love saying this, you know, God doesn't do anything small, right? He just doesn't. It's always in abundance. It's always in blessing and favor. And so when you put out there the good work that you're doing, it's going to come back. So you got to be ready, right? So I've learned that kind of in my in my thing that's like when I lost my brother to suicide, I, I was devastated. Um, but I recently had a you know, a person reach out to me um, from the penitentiary that I'm working with. And they're like, you might have lost one brother, but you got 500. And I was like, that is powerful, right? That that lets me know that God's saying, yes, but I'm bringing you so much more support, so much more love that you can change lives and you can help people. So I wish that for you guys and, and what you're doing. So any type of information, website, any social media shirts, you know, absolutely encourage that so people can get tapped in, you know, soon you never know. I mean, somebody might need it right now um, as they're listening. Maybe they, you know, really want to connect and, and I just, I'm, I'm hopeful for that. So yeah. very cool guys. And, and we are working on it. Very cool. So anybody got anything last to say by before we get off? I mean, I, I would love to have you guys back on and see if we can get more people on and have, because I can go really deep, but I really wanted you guys to, to talk about what you're doing and how it's helped and, and changed your lives and how it's empowered you to be the man that, you know, and we're always evolving. So there's never going to be the perfect person. We know that, but a trying man is amazing. And so, um, just encouraging that and and bringing that to the forefront. So, anybody got anything to say before we go? One thing I wanted to say, yeah. about Nicole, was that um, anyone who might feel like you know it's a book, it's going to be big, it's you know it's going to be long. The books that so far that we've read are extremely relatable. Um, they they aren't um, like high level. You know, it's not like a whole lot of 
wording and jargon that people don't understand and don't really can't grasp. It's a lot of story driven um, type of material so that it's relatable. Mm. Um, so anybody who's thinking, oh, I don't know about a book. Listen, once you start picking up one of these books as we've chosen so far, like it's like, oh, you want to keep reading. Like, right. You stop. You're I like, the book's you. over already. What? <laughs> I wanted more. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and I'm, and this actually got me, you know, I'm probably maybe the second youngest person on in the group on this call right now. And I've actually gotten back into like paperback books. Okay. So I like kind of shed my digital books and get back to paperbacks, building my library. There you so, go. You know, for those who kind of want to do that as well as, as they empower themselves and, and uh, their community and their families, you know, we can build up our libraries too. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. It's like the, you guys are like the live audible. Like if somebody just wanted to tap in, like you said, and not say anything, not be seen. I just want to hear what you guys have. Like that, this is cool. So again, you know, um, it, it doesn't surprise me that again, once you get the ball rolling, um, you're going to get, you're going to get hooked and it's going to be a healthy outlet and super empowerment. Did you have something to say, Mr. Charles? You know, and, you know, and just thinking about it, just the ability of the group itself, you know, again, you know, piggybacking on what Jim, uh, Joseph was saying, um, just talking to brothers that I'm, you know, men about joining the group, just come be a part, just hear a conversation that's meant to build up men, mm. you know, that, you know, that's really the tag, you know, the tagline I share with them, with brothers and just, you know, for any man that's listening, you know, and, you know, look, I'm, I'm reminded of a quote that I read a while ago. A, a man cannot know himself or grow himself by himself. So mm. we all need I'm stealing that. To get where we want to go. Yes. You, know, I'm, you know, I'm only, you know, like you said, and, you know, God does not do anything small. Mm. So therefore, purpose is multidimensional. So therefore, Wherever God has me to go, I know there's something that Joseph's going to deposit in me, Alan, James, and, you know, so Dion, you know, and so forth, you know, you know, because of our backgrounds and our experiences. And that's the beauty of it. You know, we all come from diverse mm. academic backgrounds, personal backgrounds. But in the end, you know, we're all in unison. Absolutely. And that's what it's about, because, you know, we're not we're not here to preach to each other. We're here to encourage each other. Mm. And, and again, any encouragement is where the growth and the empowerment comes. Right. Very beautiful. Yeah, I saw this uh, quote because I've been kind of doing my own transitions and stuff. And I saw this and it literally was very emotional. And it was on the lines because I can't really quote, quote. Um, but it said, God created the earth in seven days, but he made you in nine months. And so we've really got to take like that into consideration. Like you are that special. You are that worthy. You are that you are some, you, you have purpose. And I think just, you know, really pulling that out of men right now, because there's a lot of um, things that I've seen in just my discovery of lack of support specifically for men. Um, you know, again, I mentioned the suicide rate being higher in men. Uh, one out of six men are, you know, molested as boys there's a lot of depth and so um i wanted to remind men that they have purpose that they are needed they are loved and to keep going and and i just think this is such a positive 
a piece to what you guys need and and what men all over the the nation world need you know there's men everywhere i have a son i have a dad and um you guys have kids and families and people around you too and so um i really really appreciate you guys being here so um if you guys are up for it we can always do this again and and just tap back in with you and just see how things are going how things are evolving how um the next book is going so Super excited for your guys's um, upcoming blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. This is my first experience with the Zoom, so this is really cool. I, I, you know, once you kind of get the swing of things and you, you open more doors, it's gonna just keep going. Um, I got some women that are gonna be coming on soon, and you know, expressing different things of mental health and what they see in this, you know, in the communities and how to support men better. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of growth ourselves, so a lot of cool stuff coming up. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, take care, and, yeah, we will keep in touch, and you guys have a great night, and please, please get together. Um, however, if there's a website, which you did mention, so you guys are working on some things, so I'm not going to call you out. So we, But um, as soon as I get some stuff, I want to be able to link this into the video so people can have a contact person. So I don't know if that's Alan or Joseph, if we can get some contact information to place with the video um, as people will be watching and uh, getting them connected to you is, is great. So we want to do that. So, yeah. We'll get that to you. Awesome. Okay. okay. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much, and we'll see Thank you again. You. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. All right. Have a good night. Hey, what's up? It's Nicole Brewster, also known as Coco. Thank you for tapping into the Elevate Him podcast. Until next time. <laughs>